0: Welcome back, my LLs, to another episode of the Lubari Real Estate Podcast, where we talk about real estate and the things that it can buy us. I am your host and owner, Jasan Lubari-Olds, and today we are going to be talking about the property tour that I went to last week. I'm giving you guys an update on everything that happened and everything that I got from it. So, as you guys know, I had one property to tour and it was it was a pretty good property it was it was downtown Atlanta and I I instantly loved it but um, the important thing is going to see it with the broker so there was a couple of issues um, well not not with the tour but you know with the scheduling and everything so originally I was gonna bring my property manager along however the broker had to change the time of the tour so i wasn't able so they weren't able to make it at that time so i just had to tour with myself and a broker which i mean it turned out great anyway so i got lots of videos and pictures of of the building and got a got a feel and got a vibe for it and and i do love it i do love it the property is nice it's it's pretty it's in pretty good shape However, not all of it is in pretty good shape. And this is this is why you need to go and physically see the property before you even, you know, like so like before you well you you can do it you can submit your LOI before you see the property, but it's it's good to go on a tour before you submit your eye. That way LOI that way you know exactly what you're getting into. So he showed me uh, a couple of the rooms. Uh, they had a penthouse uh, penthouse, which was absolutely beautiful. I loved it. lots of space and a uh, great view of downtown and they also had a uh, one bedroom available to show me and I like that. It was it was nice and cozy. it was nice and cozy. and the good thing about this property was it was built in 2007 but I mean, if you look at it and in, inside and out, it looks like it, it was built more recent than that. Like it's it's held its condition pretty well without any upgrades. And speaking of the upgrades um, while walking the property, some of the upgrades that it could use would be like. Uh, light upgrades like in the corridors you know add more lighting to make it to make it feel more more comfortable especially walking around at night and in the common areas um, let's see what else uh, the sky deck was closed so apparently the the previous owner had like TVs and lounge chairs out there and it, it was it was nice. And then the broker mentioned that they didn't wanna deal with it anymore. So that's something I gotta do my little homework on. See, if I would never would've went to see it, I never would've known. So that's that's something I gotta look into as well. The tennis court on top of the parking structure. Now this was neglected. It was, it was all moldy and stuff and no one ever used it. And you can tell that it was never used. It, if you want to continue with the tennis court, I mean the options are very simple. You just kind of like power wash it off and make it look all beautiful. Or he gave a great suggestion. You can replace the tennis court with about three or four pickleball courts. I was like, hmm. Uh, let's see what also happened. Uh, yeah. So all of this, I'm trying to keep it. I'm trying to keep this as fresh as my mind and in my mind as possible. So, ah, another big one that, that uh, the, some of the information that we found out was this property was a condo conversion. So it used to be all condominiums and now it's 144 units and 17 additional units are owned by, you know, individual owners because it used to be condos. So on top of that, it has a HOA. So that one, that one kind of threw me for a loop there. Like HOA? W- why would an apartment have an HOA? So the, apartments, the apartment portion of the building is just that part of the building. But within the building, there are other business tenants like a Starbucks, local restaurants, and other small businesses also co-located in the same building. But just the apartment portion of it is is what we're looking at. And that, that kind of threw me off a little bit. So that's that's why it has HOA. So that could also be a problem depending if you know we have uh, any influence over the HOA because the HOA does take quite a bit out of the expenses and we would need to raise the rent to to account for those and kind of like wash those out a little bit. But also, I need to dig deeper and find out how much control HOA has over us because if HOA has a lot of control over us, then it's gonna be hard to control our own property. And that could be a deal killer. But we'll find out more as we go. Uh, so as far as upgrading the units though I mean there's there's not too much that we have to do which is a good thing so mainly uh, lights in the corridors maybe like a light outside the door also the the flooring so it has tile flooring in the kitchen we can just replace that with uh, with vinyl that to match the to match the current wood flooring that was already installed on top of that, we can also upgrade the countertops and the appliances, you know, like the fridge and the stove and the microwave, you know, give those uh, a, a, new, a new upgrade. And then it, after that, I mean, there's nothing much really you have to do because these, these units were well taken care of and they were, it seems like they were built to last. So, I mean, I'm, I'm happy with that. And it's with this property, one hundred percent of the units are classic. So you do those little upgrades. It may probably add about uh, between eight hundred fifty thousand to a million dollars on top of your on top of your current loan or capex expense. And then, I mean, you could raise the rents. So this property is two hundred dollars below its comps, which are. $200 below the market so you have you have a $400 uh, you know cushion there that that could be applied to 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 the rents and that can be a huge upside so after after talking with the uh, with the broker and everything it was a great experience shook hands asked great questions got uh a lot of useful knowledge. but uh, remember, when doing a property tour, it's not about the property. It's about the broker. because brokers are very busy people and you need to spend this time wisely. you know get to know them, ask them their background, ask them questions about themselves. And you know, just just build rapport, you know have have good conversation between each other. And crazy thing is because I was having a good conversation with that broker the next day I got a call from a broker who was looking at another who I was looking at another property with they actually knew each other and he said hey are you available to to tour this property I was like yeah I'm sure I am while I'm in town what time were you thinking okay this time and this time all right no problem so I went up met met up with him and um, we toured we toured another property and this was a beautiful class a property in in uh, Marietta and man I tell you it was gorgeous it was gorgeous but I ended up getting that property tour because of the previous one he said yeah man um, I get a uh, me and him grew up together you know we ended up working at the same firm and you know um, he gave me a call. I said, "Hey man, you know this guy?" I was like, "Yeah, I've been I've been talking with him." And so yeah, give him a tour and all that. So I was just like, "Yeah, anything I get from this guy, I know is good." So that that's just one way, you know, that you see like working with this business, shaking hands, making a name for yourself, and going out, doing the work in person can get you can get you further than just you know sitting behind a desk and making calls. Or just you know sitting at home or your office or where or wherever you do your work, and just doing it there. Like no, get out and meet people. This is a business that revolves around the people. So real back, real that's real back. Haha. Real quick, going back a little bit. Um, after after touring the property, I called my property management company, and um, they were able to. Uh, give me some more insight on their side. So they mentioned a couple pest issues. I mean, that's not a big deal. I mean, all you do have to all you have to do is call an exterminator, and then add that in there. Every property goes through it, no matter if it's Class A or Class D. Well, Class D probably goes through it more. But eh. we spoke about the amenities, and we're gonna bring those back to life. So it makes the it makes the living space more enjoyable for for the tenants. We talked about unit upgrades and turns out from their experience, it'll be a little cheaper to upgrade the units than when, than we previously thought. So that's pretty good. And then, you know, same thing, uh, uh, vinyl and the uh, appliances, uh, those will all help. So uh, they're also going to be running the, um, excuse me, I can space that out of my head real quick, lease audits. So they're also gonna be running the lease audits and then doing another look over the T12. And I also have requested uh, newer T12s because the broker said that they were able to, you know, increase the occupancy. And I was like, okay, I like it. Now, you don't just trust what they say, you trust, but you verify. So I asked for an updated T12 and then I was sent it. So we're gonna be verifying those later today and we're gonna run through everything, run through the numbers again, and see what we can do. Yes, but um, mainly, my takeaways are, you know, just just go, just have a good experience, and connect with the broker, and you never know like where that connection could lead you. So, showing up is very important. Show up, let let everyone put a face to a name, you know ask your questions get to know them as they get to know you and just be present oh and funny thing is not too long after i left the property i give it what like what um about a couple hours i left they put out the call for offers i was like golly was that me did i do that so now it's it's go time we got to get the rest of our work done and we're going to see if we're actually going to make an offer on this property so that's going to be great that's going to be great i'm really looking forward to it all right guys so that was pretty much a rundown of of what happened and everything i got from it so now as you guys know we're going to move into my favorite part of the podcast which is talking about what real estate can buy for us so this past weekend i had my family reunion and let me just tell you, it was so rejuvenating, just being around my entire family, not just not just my grandparents' children, but my great-grandparents' children. So it was, ooh, so my great-grandparents had 12 kids and my grandparents had 12 kids. So eh, pretty big family. There was about 200 people that showed up to the reunion And it was so great getting to know all of them, getting to meet the ones I haven't met, seeing the ones that I already have and haven't seen in a while, seeing all the kids run around. And that's my why. So I want to be able for for our family to keep doing that for generations. And I'm going to use real estate as a means for that. And with that, I'm going to leave you guys with the quote of the day, which is, just do it. Just go out and do it. Go out there and be the best that you can and never give up. And with that being said, everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Lubari Real Estate Podcast. I love you all. Be blessed. (laughs)